Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a podcast from The Bugle. Hello and welcome to The Gargle, the world's premier topical comedy podcast containing no politics whatsoever. This week's episode also has notably less Alice Fraser. As you'll possibly tell from the sound of my voice, hello, being quite dissimilar to that of hers. But it does have bonus me. I'm Chris Skinner. I'm almost entirely irrelevant to this project, but here I am. Now, as is tradition each week on the podcast, the guests bring in something to review out of five stars. So please enjoy this week's special episode as we round up the very best reviews so far. And do feel free to rate the reviews out of five stars as you listen along if you're listening in the metaverse. Right, Ped, hit play. As you know, every week we ask our co-editors to bring in a review of something and, and mark it out of five. Tiff Stevenson, what have you brought in to review? Today I am reviewing my hangover. Basically, uh, this episode is being recorded the day after England won the football and also, uh, last night, I won £250 on an online slot machine. Wow. Oh. No jokes. <laughs> Just. So I had two cocktails last night, a Negroni, followed by a Manhattan, which is a lot of liquor. Um, and I, I'm in my 40s now. I know, shock, horror. Don't all, like, literally, like, go and fact check this. You're like, I can't believe it. She looks 25. But I am. And, and every hangover in your 40s is Sisyphean. Like, it's by the time you've pushed the rock to the top, it's time to get drunk again. <laughs> um, so so here's, here's my review of my hangover uh, I went to bed about 2am Proceeded to be forcibly shunted around the bed by my complaining partner My snoring sounded like, and this is a direct quote Bagpipes being trodden on uh, I woke again at 4am where I proceeded an inventory of every mistake I've ever made oh. Concluding with the fact that I am an awful person 4.15am I went to the bathroom and had a horrible time. <laughs> Four thirty a.m. Back in bed with blood running to my head quicker than it runs to Matt Hancock's penis in an office setting. <laughs> I proceeded to take two codeine whilst feeling incredibly vulnerable. 
The cat seemed to sense this, so attacked my feet under the duvet repeatedly. 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. sleep before waking to the strains of my alarm, Anthony's song by Billy Joel. (laughs) (laughs) To be reminded that working too hard will give you a heart attack, tack, 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 tack. 10 to 11 a.m., one hour of shame penance, followed by nausea. nausea. 11.30, so happy to be alive, I have reached euphoria stage. (laughs) Hangover, a four out of five, hit nearly all the buttons, but no vomit. Wow. That's excellent. Four out of five. That's pretty good. I I approve of that as a, as a, as far as hangovers go. A classic, really. <laughs> a classic of the genre. Classic hangover. <laughs> Josh Gondelman, what have you brought us in to review for today? So this ties into another story that we're going to touch on. But my review is for the Sun. First of all, love the early stuff. The Sun. Um, <laughs> by that I both mean sunrise and. Warming my face in spite of a gentle breeze, nourishing all life on Earth with your rays. Love that. But the sun's new stuff, I would say, arguably too aggressive. Rising (laughs) sea levels, destroying public transit equipment with heat. I just feel like they're they're trying too hard. (laughs) Go back to your roots. Just kind of um, dawn, you know, uh, photosynthesis. It's okay to play the hits. I don't want to say anything too cruel, so I will just say one star, which doubles as a negative review and just a description of the sun. <laughs> Nato Green, what have you brought us in to review? I'm going to review pistachios. Uh, pistachios, f***ing <laughs> one star. Pistachios wow. are a bad nut. Wow. Obviously, in the objective all-time universal rankings of nuts, they are in order as follows. Almonds, pecans, walnuts, macadamia, peanuts, hazelnuts, then pistachios. Interestingly, uh, peanut is a kind of a banana. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for nothing, Frazier. Shelling pistachios is painful and frustrating, but not fun like peanuts, uh, which are fun to shell. Ben, the result, resulting nut tastes like wood with a rancid spray on it. Pistachio ice cream are bad. They're not versatile as a nut. I have many cookbooks and cooking magazines. And because I'm this person, I have a cookie, cookbook database site to organize my recipes. Uh, and I have 8,390 recipes in my, on, on my shelf. And I looked it up today just for sake, sake of comparison. I have 470 almond recipes. 264 walnut recipes, 245 peanut recipes, 107 pecan recipes, and only 84 pistachio recipes. They don't do shit. Pistachios are the muscles of nuts. But instead of a beard like muscles have that you have to peel off, you have to cut your finger by getting out of the, getting them out of their stupid shells. Pistachios, one star. Every week, our guest editors bring in something to review out of five stars. James Colley, what have you brought us in today? This week I thought I would review having a moustache, which has been a new acquisition of mine and one I think it's particularly fun to announce in an audio format because as a listener, didn't it just change your opinion slightly? You didn't know that was coming. (laughs) That all those jokes were coming through a (laughs) moustache. You could hear the slight pop filter that was coming from over my lip. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's nature's path builder. <laughs> it was actually also part of the motivation behind getting a mustache because I thought in these modern times, what is the most upsetting thing I could reveal while taking off a mask? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> when, when you take off a mask and reveal a mustache, like the pH level in the room changes. Like everything yeah. is just a little bit different there. <laughs> it's like a drag queen taking off her wig and then there's a smaller wig underneath and you're like, yes, queen. <laughs> In many ways, isn't a moustache really just the original mask you wore underneath your nose? (laughs) Exactly. It's why the Groucho Marx mask is the most famous mask. It is a mask that comes with a moustache attached. I thought the other reason I really liked it is that you can't be shy when you have a moustache or someone is calling the federal police, they're kicking down your door and they're searching your hard drive. You have to be forward, you have to be outgoing. It's a real putting an ultimatum on myself. We cannot be shy and, and hiding anymore. You're out here or else. So I'd say so far, moustache, four stars. Do you know what I would like if I had the ability to wear a moustache? Is uh, the feeling of, you know, having a soup at 12 o'clock in a day, but then getting a gentle reminder of it at 4 p.m. in the afternoon when you need that afternoon kick and you have that, that sweet scent of soup coming in to your mouth. You know, it's a flavor saver. It's a little, you know, it's a little bento box for uh, food particles. Of course, with the Beyond Blue initiative uh, for men's depression, uh, it's always really nice to see someone who cares about male mental health all year round. <laughs> And it is actually a fun, um, particularly as it's very new to me, it's a fun mm. surprise any time I go to the bathroom and look at the mirror. I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, okay, that's still on my head. <laughs> Highly recommend four stars. Benjamin Partridge, what did you bring into review? I'm reviewing the experience of cupping a duckling in your hand, which is um, something that I did this weekend. I'm going to break it down into the classic pros and cons format. So pros, first pro, it's relaxing because you can't focus on anything else apart from not accidentally crushing the duckling. Uh, In much the same way that we'd all drive more carefully if we all had a baby strapped to the front of our cars, holding a duckling at all times would provide a a useful solution to the modern cluttered brain. Second pro is softness. These things are mondo soft. They're like an almost unbelievable level of soft. In fact, when you're holding one, it takes almost all of your willpower to stop yourself wiping your ass with it. Um, Third pro... It makes you think about the duck that it will become when it grows up and just how delicious ducks are. Uh, Duck for me (laughs) is definitely a Hall of Fame meat. Uh, In the cons, there aren't many cons, to be honest. One is that without your glasses on, it can look like a disguised tennis ball. Do not, I repeat, do not hit it with a racket. Uh, The other is the major con, the only one major con. It's the same con that applies to all living creatures, man and beast, no matter how cute it looks. It has an anus. (laughs) And this mini potential Vesuvius will leave your hand looking like the smouldering remains of Pompeii and Herculaneum, unless you are careful. Don't make the same mistake I did this weekend. So in conclusion, cupping a duckling in your hand is the ultimate metaphor for life. If you grab it with both hands, it can be wonderful and transformative. But you have to make sure you grab the right end. With a duckling, as with so many things in life, when you hold on to it, make sure the anus is facing the other way. Four stars. Alison Spittle, what have you brought in to review? I've reviewed uh, pigeons this week. <laughs> um, 
and this comes from being in lockdown as well. My bedroom is right next to a balcony. Uh, at the start of lockdown, my boyfriend got COVID and he was away for a couple of months in a, in another room. To be honest with you, first month was for safety and then the rest, I think, was just him being happy on his own. Yeah. But I <laughs> but uh, I started making friends with these pigeons uh, that were on my balcony. I thought, they were, I thought I was Snow White. I thought, this is a pandemic. The birds are my friends now. Uh, I went back to Ireland for two months. The birds betrayed me in the worst way possible. They shat that much on my balcony that my boyfriend's bike is destroyed. There is acid <laughs> out of their shit. I always thought if your bird shits on me, it's good luck. But like, you know, if if a, if a thousand birds shit on me, very much not good luck. Very much a, a, a health hazard there. Pigeons have been really ahead of the game in bringing down statues that they didn't like. Yes, they have. Um, wh- um, where's where's the Twitter accounts against the pigeons? That's why I want to ask, right? And also, like you said, Paul uh, had a look at some pigeon eggs with a drone, right? I I've got pigeon eggs on my balcony. Have you ever seen baby pigeons? They are the ugliest animals I've ever seen in my life. They're disgusting. They are, they are the embodiment of teenagerdom. They come out of the eggs and they look like teenagers. And they act like teenagers as well, where they just hang around in corners. And the other thing is, um, I've got my bal- I've put lots of stuff on my balcony to deter the pigeons. I've got this anti-pigeon tape, pinwheels everywhere. My my balcony now looks like if the Teletubbies had made a compound. If they got into drug making <laughs> and they took precautions, right? My balcony is very whimsical and uh, very very highly protected against pigeons. And I am giving them a two star out of out, out of five. I liked them at first, but now they're overstaying their welcome, and I don't like them now at all. At all. And also, they kept shagging on my balcony all the time, like really overtly loud. And at the start, I was like, oh, this is great. It's nature and stuff. And then I started assessing why did I think it was great? And I remembered I'm a Catholic. And I was like, no, I will not hear any shagging near. I'm (laughs) ex-Catholic. I'm I'm very residually Catholic. I'm that much like I'm that residual of a Catholic. I don't know what is mental illness and what is residual Catholicism. That's the way I am. But anyway, I think I've talked very passionately about these pigeons. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel. You know what you need to do to get rid of them? What? You need um, like a fake, like a dummy seagull. I think I was in Norway the first time I saw a seagull take down a pigeon and it was horrific, but uh, that will scare them off. I I don't know because like what I, I've, I've after getting myself um, a super soaker, and I open up the door now and I just, you know, and I, I'm like an action person. I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger, except instead of saying something cool before I shoot them, I go, F*** off! Uh, which is my... F- I would like, If I was ever in an action film, that's what I would be shouting constantly. Go away! And then I'd shoot my, my gun into them. But that's, uh, yeah. Well, so I think my neighbours think that I'm mentally ill because I just keep shouting out at different intervals. F*** off! Away from me! All the time. Uh. <laughs> well, you know, all I've ever wanted was to be a villain in an action movie, so maybe we can arrange this. I, we really <laughs> Giovanni last words. F- off! <laughs> It'll be like the slow motion showdown scene in the church at the end of Face Off, but when the pigeons start flying, you freak the fuck out. <laughs> That would be. I, I'm sorry. I'm laughing very hard because I just love that film so much, and the memory of that has made me so happy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm just pigeons are my downfall. I hate them so much. Even the younguns. That's how I feel. Hold up. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Andy's ultimate, what have you brought in to review? Uh, I've brought reviews in uh, to review. <laughs> it is art looking back at itself in a mirror. Exactly. thought it was appropriate. Reviews are, when all is taken into account, a questionable means of reviewing things. Uh, whilst a well-researched and objectively-minded reviewer may provide insight and expertise, it remains necessarily a subjective exercise that can be coloured by various forms of prejudice and assumption. In the wrong hands, a review can be actively and sometimes willfully misleading in its portrayal of its subject and of no use to the reader or consumer. Uh, the uncontrolled expansion of reviewing from a few published writers to the entirety of the population of the world has brought greater democracy to reviewing, but also, as is so often the case, at the cost of any meaning and reliability. This is not to suggest that people should ignore all reviews, but it remains incumbent on the review consumer to take reviews in context, and with the knowledge that in this age where everything is reviewed, including reviews, they might be absolutely full of cranky brain shit. Whether they are <laughs> reviews of a new Hollywood movie, a retrospective of an acknowledged great artist, a medium-grade ho- hotel, or a box of f***ing paperclips. Three stars. <laughs> Alison Spittle, what have you brought in to review? Because it's a money, uh, it's, a, it's a cryptocurrency special, I have decided to review keeping coins in your bra. I am a bra owner and a coin holder as well. And I've decided to combine the two. I've, I've always been a person that has kept stuff in my bra. People have been a bit freaked out by that. But, you know, it is, it's nature's pockets. Like, I do see it as a, as a you know, a gift. And uh, the thing I want to review is uh, putting coins in your bra. Uh, if you leave them in for all day and then take it off, number one, it feels amazing because you, you take your bra off and all you can hear is coins fall. You feel like you've just done really well <laughs> at a game or something like that. You feel like Sonic the Hedgehog or something. I've used the pickup line, play your cards right, and I pay out like a slot machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what? It's nice. It's nice to bring the fun of an arcade game, you know, to the end of the day with a penny drop. And what I love as well is that they leave they leave little markings behind. So mm-hmm. uh, li- sometimes green, which freaks me out, but apparently uh, it's it's the type of metal in the coin. But uh, I end up looking like an inverted Mr. Blobby if I keep too many uh, coins on me. Josh, Mr. Blobby was a was a uh, children's cartoon. No, he's not a cartoon. It's a real person who used to basically f up shit on kids TV, and people used to love it. And he he's got like dots all over him. And uh, that's the, so that's 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 what I that's that's my review. I'm gonna give it three point five. He looks like a Japanese mascot for diseased penis treatments. Big time. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. big time. I'm picturing him. 
the only cons is that it's really kind of frowned upon to to pay someone out of your bra straight away. Like if you if you go to take coins out of your bra and give it to someone at a garage, you know, there's no more nice small talk. It's 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 quite angry at that mm-hmm. point. It's something about the body temperature that creeps people out. I think people have a strong sense of what temperature mm-hmm. money should be. But my tits are a cleaner than my hands. Like that's what they should that's <laughs> I read that scientific study, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know where my tits have been. I don't know where my hands have been half the time with what they're touching. My, I haven't rubbed my tit off the side of a banister, you know, going down a metro or something mm-hmm. like that. But I mm-hmm. have with my hand. So mm-hmm. I think it's cleaner. I, I genuinely think we need to get over get, o- get over tit sweat and just, and just get on with our lives. How many stars? Agreed. Uh, I'm gonna go for three point five. I'm just, I'm just got the image of me rubbing my tit along the banister of a busy, <laughs> a busy subway. <laughs> just going. You need to get over yourselves, guys. <laughs> I'm an anti-masker for tits. This is for your own good. Yeah. In my day, you know, when I was a kid, we used to rub our tits off everything, and we were fine. He kids, yeah. And Josh Goldman, what did you bring in for us? I came here similarly just to review the concept of coins with no bras involved. <laughs> so here's what I think about coins overall. It's just a, a medium of currency. Excellent sound, right? Mm. They make a great sound. Decent to touch. Horrible smell. Worse taste. Uh, <laughs> yes. Funded arcades and casinos. They let magicians and wealthy ducks think they're better than us. <laughs> Still good for a wish in any fountain, which I appreciate, although because of inflation, it now costs several dozen quarters for a wish. I say two stars. Not two. not great, not terrible. Coins, two stars. Even when they didn't come out of a bra. <laughs> I find that society really hates when people throw coins. They get quite like, oh my God, he threw a coin. Very disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> Treating people like they're fountains or something like that, you know? <laughs> that's it. That's what it is. You're like, what do you think? I'm a fountain? <laughs> yes. It feels like something Joe Pesci would get mad about in a movie. Like, what are you throwing the coins for? <laughs> you think he's a fountain? <laughs> Make a wish, buddy. Bang, bang, bang. What do you mean I look like a fountain to you? I look like I'm in the middle of a mall. Children are gathered around me. <laughs> I'm spitting water out of my mouth. <laughs> Listen, that's such a good point. Anytime you picture someone throwing change, it, it, you just picture like the the villain in a children's movie, like keep the change, yes. <laughs> just like, just like whipping eleven cents at somebody. They're quite hard. They're, quite- They're very hard. But hold on, mm. throwing change, uh, disrespectful. Peeling off dollar bills, throwing them in the air, celebratory. Now we're at a strip club. It's Drake's birthday. Oh, could you imagine being a stripper and people were paying you for coins? I'd be like, no, get notes, get notes. That Just- shit bruises, you know? Well, see, in Australia, the smallest note we have is the $5 note. And all of our ones and twos are coins. So strip clubs are a lot more dangerous. What do people do at strip clubs? I think they give uh, decent tips. <laughs> Honestly, I think we've got to consider that is just start making bills start higher. 
And then yes. it's just like, so, yeah. Then then when you're like, oh, here, just keep the change. You're like, wow, $100? You just <laughs> bought a Snickers bar. <laughs> James Nukise, what have you brought in for us? Um, well, due to being still stuck in a different country to my parents, I've brought in uh, for family theme text messages between me and my parents. Mm-hmm. So very quickly, mum on Friday, really loved your latest newspaper article. Uh, thanks, Mum. Thought you'd enjoy it. Uh, shall we have a bit of a catch-up later? I'm just watching the news in Melbourne. Looks a bit funny. It is. Let's do that. Maybe after dinner? Sounds good. All right, talk to you then. I give it uh, four out of five. She could have been funnier. She is my mum. <laughs> Dad? Son, can you send through the thing you mentioned in your last call? Sure, Dad. What's your email address? It is the one you have. <laughs> okay, Dad. I don't think you've emailed me from it. I might have for your birthday. I didn't. <laughs> Love you. So I'm going to give that a four as well, because that's, that's pretty good for my dad. <laughs> good comedy, bad parenting, I think, that exchange. Uh, <laughs> I didn't email you for your birthday. It's the best birthday present of all. My, my dad, I don't know if you guys have encountered this. He has a PhD. He is very intelligent. He's a gifted orator. He is useless at the written like It's amazing to me. How he can write thesis and check thesis and be so bad in texting and emails. <laughs> Andy Zaltzman, what have you brought in to review? Uh, well, I've um, got some of my old relatives uh, that, um, that that I've reviewed. Um, oh. Great uncle Herbert, never really found true happiness, personally in a joyless marriage or professionally in a career in car park management. Herbert allowed a sense of generational bitterness to fuse with his personal lack of fulfilment, creating a distant, intermittently resentful elderly relative whom children beg not to sit next to at Christmas, despite his oft-repeated claim that he once run over a corgi dog that he thinks might have belonged to the Queen. Two stars. Great Aunt Grenovive, frightfully tedious obsession with minor medical ailments, could be leavened by entertaining outbursts of irascibility about unwanted insects and underbrewed tea. An obsessional stickler for the rules when playing board games, Great Aunt Grenovive lacked even a rudimentary humanity when dealing with anyone under the age of 40, frequently finishing conversations with the words, well, you wouldn't have been allowed to cry about something like this in the war, young lady stroke gentleman, unverifiable rumours about a wartime incident with an American GI and the wreckage of a crash Messerschmitt, added to her otherwise minimal mystique. She would blush crimson whenever a war film was on, enough said, uh, two stars as well. And uh, Ian, second cousin once removed, age seven, soul-breakingly irritating, a one-child argument in favour of Armageddon. Uh, So those uh, are my reviews of my clearly fictional relatives. Alison, what have you brought in for us? I've decided to review uh, putting batteries in your mouth. childhood pastime of mine i stopped doing it (laughs) pastime implies almost a schedule (laughs) it would have been alice it would have been i just i just really liked the feeling of batteries in my mouth when i was younger and i used to like rolling them around uh the back of my gums and then i forgot once i had a battery in my mouth and just chewed and uh, a lot of acid went into my mouth and I spat it out. And uh, that, that was the last, the last time since I was a child that I put batteries in my mouth. But um, in preparation for this podcast, I realized five minutes before the podcast, I hadn't thought of anything to review. And I saw a battery on the table, popped it in my mouth and uh, thought I would describe the feeling for you now. <laughs> please, please. Please do. 
I mean, you could have just remembered. <laughs> but go right ahead. I know. No, you need the short, sharp energy burst that only comes from having a battery in your mouth. <laughs> I'm not going to let down Alice. I'm not going to go in half hours. Like, so, so, this is like a romantic gesture in like one of those uh, rom-com films where the guy just does something that the lady really didn't ask for. Definitely. This and is yet, my... you've won my heart. Opens the back of the boom box, takes a D battery out. <laughs> John Cusack chews on it while his face just stays still. Um, yeah, this is my version of running through an airport for you, Alice. The Raiders of the Lost Ark meets John Cusack that we've all wanted. The face melting joke. <laughs> so the first feeling of putting the battery in my mouth, nostalgia. I felt eight years old again like I took it out of the back of a Furby. <laughs> with my lifeless Furby looking at me while I eat its life force. That's what I said. But then uh, I remembered, since being an adult, I have feelings, right? That I didn't have when I was a child. And what can only be described as a massive shooting pain going around the top of my head. <laughs> I mean... I mean, talk about a comedy circuit. I know. Um, <laughs> and as I went to spit it out, my tongue hit the back of the battery where the power goes in and a little buzz hit me. And I spat it out and I said to myself, I must never tell anyone about this. But then I remembered I did it for a review. So I am telling you. So, so all in all, I'm giving it three out of five. Uh, three out of five. Uh, uh, five for nostalgia, but minus two for pain and uh, danger. So that's my, that's my review. Oh, I mean, Alison Spittle, that leads us on to our next section, which is our science <laughs> section. Uh, your self-experimentation has gone uh, celebrated and applauded. Let it not be lost to the tides of history. Um, if I don't see some fan art depicting you <laughs> licking a battery, I will be deeply disappointed in our audience. If the audience wants to know it's a double A, just for scale, if they want to do that, they can... <laughs> Well, there we go. Some absolute 10 out of 10 reviews out of five stars there. We'll be back next week with something or other. Something or other. Or something or other. As we hurtle gently towards Alice's return. This has been an Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. The producer is Ped Hunter. The executive producer is Chris Skinner. Oh my God, he is so great. Until the next time, goodbye. You can listen to other programs from The Bugle, including The Bugle, The Last Post, Tiny Revolutions and The Gargle, wherever you find your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. 
Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.